gentlemen, boys and girls, guests or hosts of any hat color, welcome back to Westworld Weekly, a host and guest guide to the park and general AI revolt. I'm your host, Beef, and we, this week we have a couple hosts in the park. I'm Wing. I'm Josh. And I'm John a Lobster. This week we are covering Season 3, Episode 5 of Westworld, Genre. Genre. Ah, uh, I mean... We know that Aaron Paul can play spaced out and tripping well. Yep, for sure. Uh, I mean, he's got range. Know, this and, episode yeah. is why he was cast, right? right? And we all know what uh, what uh, City Walk looks like. And oh my God, this episode is cheap. Dear Goddess, is that the worst episode we got this year? It's I slow, think it's the best. But, but they give a lot of info. Huh. Yeah, be ready for that. Yeah, I thought it was... It was my least favorite, even though I liked it, but it just seems like, I mean, that seems to be the model for most HBO shows. They give you one great week, and then the next week, it's just kind of, just a blah, kind of. But after the second rewatch of this one, there, I I found a lot more little nuggets than the first watch. And Lobster, so, you shared that's a what nice... Josh, I don't, said. Josh, like, I don't know this, if you watched Watchmen at all. Yes, I did. But roundabout episode five or six or seven somewhere in the middle of the series they did a whole episode where a character was high on drugs and also there were a lot of flashbacks yep yep and it turned out to be pretty much the pivotal episode of the season yes yep pay attention to what happens in this episode i still think that had i don't know i don't know if they can turn on a heel like they did in Watchmen this much in here but well okay but you have to question, is what you're seeing real, right? Right. And I'm not talking about the genre stuff. I'm talking about the Ciroc flashbacks. I don't think any of that is real, or at least it didn't happen the way it's presented. I think there's something hmm. off in it. Just like clearly there's something off with Caleb, with his memories, whether he was really in the military or if he killed his buddy or, you know, there's the whole thing where Liam tells him he did it. Uh Something is off with him, but For I sure. don't yeah. like the Sirach, whole Sirach timeline doesn't feel right. Even though in the very beginning, the president of the small country said, it's so nice to have you here in person. So I think he's doesn't a physical mean he's a real form, person. I mean, he didn't have, they have, he didn't have goggles on. They have life, lifelike robot bodies. Correct. You, you can't say like, okay, you know, just means he's a real person. No, no, I, I believe, but I mean, he has a physical, I believe he has a physical form, whether he's Rehoboam. We'll get into my thoughts. I, I think he's Rehoboam's father. I think he's Solomon. Mm, why would they? Okay. Why would they point to the robot that they're building and say three of its previous names and not yeah, just yeah, say yeah. we went through 20 okay. of them and now right. we're at Rehoboam? Interesting. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but the, all the names also that they mention are all biblical names, Correct. Yeah. right? <clears throat> in the same kind of vein, but with the theory that you're bringing in, that works with the story of Rubem that we read in the episode one or two, or that we researched. Well, and we yeah. keep so looking back that, at these that would, memories. That yeah. where do they come from? And that explain that would explain also why every time we go to these flashbacks, we don't go to the flashback. We go to a file. They make a point. Yeah. That's to accessing make you file. go through yeah. a, a kind of a tunnel of choice. So I didn't even pick up on that. I will guarantee that that's what, if they're stealing that from Rehoboam, it's what Rehoboam wants them to see. Yep. So, I, and again, I just go back to this idea that 
it's all misdirection. Everything that they are being so straightforward with you or you feel like they're being so straightforward with you, they're not tricking you with different timelines. Everybody's all in the same room. Everybody's doing this. you know. But I think the misdirection is the nature of Sirach and what, also what he's trying to do. Yeah, because they say right at the end, just because you watched a few of my memories doesn't mean you know me. Um, mm-hmm. Where I still think I, I, I've cultivated this in like the last five minutes before the cast, and right as Josh and I finished it, I believe that Rehoboam and Sirach are different because they seem he seems irritated that they got the files from Rehoboam or this or that. I think it's different iterations of the same being, like Solomon. He's irritated because he's losing control. Correct of well, everything. And what Lobster says makes sense. You know, if you think about Westworld, you know, they always hit you with the different timelines or this and that. And right now I'm at a place where to me Sirach is who they're saying pretty much or who they're presenting him to be. He's the architect of Rehoboam and he's just a guy who's trying to use Rehoboam to to uh plan out everybody's existence. But like Lasser said, now that I think about it, I mean, that is almost too straightforward for what this show does. Well, I, th- I think the key part in all this is that they bury the important things. Important thing. What did he do to his brother, actually? We don't know. They're, they're saying that he's experimenting with him. Right. That he put him, in, he put him in the observation pods along with Man in Black. Like a Westworld test chamber. That's what yeah. I thought they were going yeah. when they were walking through that kind of a uh-huh. sane asylum. Was a, they were, yeah. He was testing his own hosts. But yep. they did that with Jesse Pinkman, too, because they sent him to war. He didn't die. He came back. They reprogrammed him. Yep. So his mother does not recognize him anymore yep. and all that. Yep. So I think that's what they want us to latch on. Did you yeah. see the flashes when he was holding Liam Dempsey as he was dying? They showed yep. us a flash of him with like VR goggles on strapped to a bed. I'm wondering yep. how much of his past, maybe even his military service, is fabricated. Sure. Who did he kill before? It explains why in a lot of the flashbacks he's not in uniform. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. it, yeah, that's like there's Stuff doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. That's what they program on top of it. It's like, no, 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 you were in the army, blah, blah, blah. But actually, no, you're the guy that killed the the, uh, the Dempsey father. That's why the kid, when he was dying, was like, oh, it's you, blah. Oh, see, I thought it was because he killed his friend. Because Oh, you uh, think he killed the father? Oh, a few minutes earlier, Liam Dempsey looks at him through the glasses and says something along the lines of like, you think I killed your friend? And then at the very end, his last lines to him are, you did it. You did it. You right. did, did it. it. Yeah, so I think, I think he killed the father, and that was the story of what they reprogram on top of him, like was the thing with his friend or whatever. Hmm. That's where my theory. All, where are all these random assassins coming from? Because now is Dolores using Rehobo, or sorry, is Dolores using Rico? To have people bring her and yes. to hook up. Okay, so anybody can use yeah, Rico. Marshawn Lynch shows up again, right? With his shirt. But I, I guess I didn't know if that was did uh, Caleb just call them or is this still well, through the Rico thing? There's also they reveal in this episode there's a fifth Dolores in Berlin. Yeah, correct. Because right. they say we got a signal mm. out of um, we got a signal out of the distillery in Japan and it went to all these places and one of the name is Berlin. Yep. Um, yeah, I, 
again, who is it? We go back to the <laughs> way that she talks to the person in her ear, the way that she like lovingly tells the motorcycle to be careful. She like caresses it and then says, "Be yep. careful!" Like she's like her horse. Yeah, but then it explodes and it comes back in fire. Yeah, but she did. She's yeah. never had a problem uh, sending other things, i.e., Teddy Flood, that she loves to die. She's or a herself weird. Herself in or this herself, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I like that uh, angle too, where you have um, Bernard or Arnold, whoever, trying to put trying to talk to salt and pepper security and see how much of him is bleeding through past the Dolores persona. Or is seeing the whole Dolores thing kind of has me thinking, all right, so you got all these copies of Dolores, but what is each individual copy? What is, are they an exact, are they all thinking the exact same thing? I mean, they are all Dolores. You're saying like, are they a hive mind? I don't yeah, think Yeah, I so. don't think they're a hive no. mind, but I mean, are... Yeah are the way they're thinking about things the exact same. I think that's well, when what she, Bernard well, meant. When she twists her earring <clears throat> and switches channels, she seems to be switching between one to the other, to the other, to the motorcycle, to huh. whatever she needs to do. So, you know, I, I think she does have some form of networking, Borg queening <laughs> in with them, but... I don't know if they're a collective or... They're clearly know, not, because she was going crazy. The right. other one was going yeah, crazy they, and wanted hell. to meet her in episode two or three. But I think that, and they imply this with Tommy Flanagan's character, they're like, you know, the other guy's in there too, right? Yeah, that's what Bernard was, Bernard was trying to well, get Well, I don't think that, and see, I don't think that they're saying the other guy is in there. What I'm saying is if... If that's another Dolores, but thinking independently, what if one Dolores disagrees with a different Dolores? I'm what sure if, we'll see that. Yeah, what if one of the yeah. four or five Doloreses doesn't just... Because you could see it in his face when Bernard's talking to him. There's almost just that, even though he carries out what the plan is, there's just like that slight look of well, he a tells question. Bernard, you're you're the only one that can't be remade. My Replaced, role is yeah. my role is we done. We all have our part to play. It's the thing with him is that. Uh, so burn i think they were all the exact same copy right you make a copy of me right now you boot them all up in five different bodies for the next four seconds until they all have an experience they are me but then from there it's branching parts of a consciousness so their underlying childhood if you will is still dolores but they're seeing the world through now salt and pepper security or hail or whoever so some of those other maybe not consciousnesses but the way that they saw life as a high class woman in charge of a company as a security dude that knows everybody's right. secrets like those as things a mother. right as a mother all of these things yeah. start bringing out other stuff different, in them, yeah, different you know, emotions and i right. think you see you see different aspects of dolores's personality in each one too yeah oh, she's yeah, still crazy <laughs> it's very transform uh, transformer-esque like one is uh, or uh, rage the other one is calculating the other one is and you take all parts of her personality and so then that led to my one of my questions do we think that one of these dolores is just going to go off script and throw a monkey wrench in the quote main dolores's plan be great to see him team up with uh, someone like Bernard that can actually his role to play still maybe you know 
I think Bernard is going to play his role without knowing he's playing his yeah, role. Yeah, I think so too. You guys have both been saying trumpeting that since the beginning. I, yeah, I think you're right, it's, probably. Yeah, yeah let, let's be honest. The thing with Bernard is that he's perfect, and that's why he can't be replicated. That they mention is this, and why he's so important. The other thing is that he's so perfect that he's flawed as a human. So that is unpredictable and this is what this show this season is trying to tell us that unpredictability is the key i mean i think i i think dolores makes more of herself but bernard can make more individuals like he can continue the species if you want to think of it that I way i think dolores can make another copy of bernard because she has in the past but i think she doesn't have the right parts if you will because his ball a human consciousness mm. overlaid ball was fundamentally different than the others it was a different color it looked like a different texture so maybe they don't have that right now that was a ford thing so that's why he is not recreatable i don't know mm. that's the only thing we've Good. seen different because they have rebuilt him she did right personally not the ball though no not the, the ball pearl. the ball was was still there right she built a new body. Correct. Yeah. She took his. She took his ball and but put I the body. But I think Bernard. I think that version of Bernard could program new host control units. True. He could create new people. Yep. But what's it, what's her plan again? Because right now they're positioning her <laughs> as something something kind of good, which is it's clearly not where we're going. Well, right. she set everyone off their loops. Yeah, and yeah, you saw how many people commit suicide. <laughs> Well, how many people? We saw like eight people crying on the side of the road. Like I'm right. telling you, the, the next episode it better it's the, be. Well, it's the middle. It's the middle of a pandemic, so those are only the essential workers. Oh <laughs> god, this, the value. This you know that <laughs> hurts. That, that so, hurts because it's well, so true. And it's also like they had a car chase with like two CGI cars, and the rest were regular cars. Uh, and a lot of music, and a yeah. guy on the top trying to do his. Uh, Apocalypse Now thing yeah. for like three minutes and I'm like are you waiting to get shot even the bad guys are taking are taking cover and a you two are just there <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh, what the fuck is this I guess they're trying to play with their genre drugs which is a nice concept but I didn't think they used it well that whole setup there felt if, if Caleb would not have blown that car up with the heat seeking rocket I thought that whole part was just going to be a setup to get his key because yeah. they, they, it just felt weird. I don't know if it was because Caleb was, you know, noired out on genre or what, but it all felt a little bit too easy. I agree. I think they want us to make, they want to play with the movie genre and what's happening on the screen, but it just makes it, take me out of a show that is so grounded usually then now they're just like standing in the middle of the street getting shot at by semi-automatic and not getting even touched oh when he was making google eyes but also don't you think that it's it's the episode spending the artistry on the scenes that aren't as important to the story I think that's the episode that doesn't cost too much money because the next one's going to cost a bunch. Well, but I think the Ciroc, again, I go back to the Ciroc flashbacks and like the quote-unquote origin story of Ciroc that this episode presents. And he's talking to Rehoboam the whole time. As the 
uh, fake stuff in this episode, where you would think it would be uh, Caleb on drugs, and you know we doubt reality and what's really happening, but that just colors your reality. Whereas I think the Sirach files are the falsehoods. So you think he's they not were... talking to Roboam? He's talking to Dolores. No, watch it again. I watched it three times. He's taught. He says, "When we created you, we were finding a way to create a god, and we settled on you. I had to turn against my brother for you." Like he's talking to, or or something that he believes is Rehoboam. He's talking about building a god, and he's talking to it in whatever person that would be you. Multiple times he says it. I agree that that's what he says, but I'm saying that the pictures make me believe that in the end he's talking to uh, all that text is talking to uh, Dolores. So did he build her? Are we is is our time travel thingy is around that part? Well, if I'm if I'm right, which I'm probably not about the it could be the older version like his father, the Solomon and Solomon got some host tech 20 years ago or whatever. I mean, the timeline kind of fits because if this was nuked, if Paris was nuked, it was probably nuked a long time ago before we stopped war and disease and everything. And let's face it, if they have host tech in a team park, they've done it other places. Well, that's, that was my theory early on with Westworld was the proof of concept was the park and then the actual moneymaker was let's replace presidents and CEOs even, with... Even waging war with bodies that don't... Right. But terminators. I, there are certain things in this episode that lead me to think that Ciroc, as we see him played by Vincent Castle, is a host, and Mantis, who gets blowed up in this episode... I hope we don't lose her. Uh, ...may also be a host. <laughs> I think she's gone. And I just think it's... It's silly to think that the only hosts in this game are ones that come from Westworld. After all, they built he built Maeve a new body that looked exactly like the old one. And how many so, pearls did he collect in that basement? And how many did he collect, oh, yeah. right? So, again, I, I just think let's, let's take a step back. I, again, with Ciroc, I don't think that he's a human being. I just don't... I don't see it. The fact that those flashbacks, um, no one ever really ages, and no. all of a sudden it's you know he's Vincent Castle. Right, he's a nice, uh, he's a handsome old man with perfect yeah. like perfect hair. He's like the Neo version. But you're you're talking about this and that thing that he's you're so he's not a human in your eyes. He's probably an AI creation. When Bernard said uh, salt and pepper security, living another person's life changes you. Worlds bleed. Maybe you felt that too. What if Sirach is trying to mess with? I don't like. I don't know. His brother lost it real quick, right? Yeah. Like well, so, so. Maybe he's trying to use some of his brother's conch. Right. I don't know. Or maybe so, he is him and his brothers, and they're two right. people living in the same body, which brings us back to what's happening with the robots. Right. I like to not overthink it too much because I think they're doing enough. They're doing enough lifting, trying to hide the fact that Sirak is not a person. So I like to think of a creation myth, and what creation myth does the AI tell itself? You know, was I dreamed up by two refugee orphan 
uh, college dropouts? Or, you know, was there kind of a more noble story behind it? And it's really interesting the way that the story unfolds where it was, you know, the brother was the visionary and came up with everything, but he was also unstable. So it was Sirach who had to kind of find the balance between things. And I kind of think that there was only ever one creator who built the machine and Sirach is the, you know, or, or whoever. Yeah, but... What happened he, to the fucking brother, though? I mean, is he is he in one of the re-education camps? He has to be because well, the last they, they showed he, him, he was. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he says like you're experimenting on him, and I'm like, how? What? It's, okay, that's the oh, mystery. Oh, is he okay. trying to? Oh, oh. what he's if trying he's to trying to make him? But what if he's trying to like? assimilate him in some way into Rehoboam. Yeah. All oh, these I've outliers. seen Lamar, man. I don't need to see that no, again. No, I know, I know. But you're just experimenting on him. In this world that's so far into the future, like, I don't know. Experimenting on him just makes me think, you know, doing more with the robots. I don't know. Because, I mean, that would put Dolores into, or, uh, into a stop completely. And Maeve, if there was someone on the Cody Fingers human side that could do shit with robots. I don't know. I'm getting yeah. I'm getting too lawnmower man. I don't know. Well, when they're having that talk in there with after he's done talking to his brother, um, and him and Dempsey are talking, you know, they're back and forth because Dempsey's saying, "Well, you're you're changing them," and he's uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Serac says, "Well, it's better than just killing them, right?" You know, so they're trying to manipulate them somehow so that they become part of the system because they're the outliers right now. So just like the Matrix, it's better to keep everybody a little miserable than perfectly happy? Yep. Have you seen that office, too? When he sits at the end, the last shot, it makes an eye. And we have the shot yeah. of the eye at the uh, in the last act. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. So the graphic of Roboam, the circle, that almost, that, looks like a, that almost looks like an eclipse. <laughs> yeah. So there's... It, the heroes thing? Yeah, the heroes thing. Yep. Somebody said in, in the first season of Westworld, the first shot in the opening credits was a rising sun. And in the second season, the last shot was the eclipse. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so this sets up, like, you know, just carrying that imagery forward. I, but, I just like that they've really followed the movie sequel. We're really in, in, inside the future world now. Yeah. Westworld is really done. So, do you guys think that the what Dolores did is that what causes the end of the world? As you know, we we kept seeing the graphic of everything like dropping off, and basically, like at a certain point, it's like the end of the world is inevitable. Is Dolores kicking it off with what she did in this episode, or is that yet to come? I mean, maybe it's not that this is the instant end of the world, like, you know, we fall off a cliff, but maybe this is the end of Rehoboam's ability to predict people because now we are all being so panicky. You know what I mean? And if there's no info coming in, then it it would see us all as... Well, I'm going to make that calculation just with you and me right now, Beef. 
let's be honest, human race is gonna get in itself oh, yeah, extinct soon. at some point. So what does he say <laughs> that when he kills Demzy, he's like, if I die, Uh, the end of the world happened. That's for sure, or something like this. I was like, "Oh, that's that supports the theory that he is the computer." Because all of a sudden, he's like, "No, no, no, no! You guys are are gonna kill yourself. You need me." And instead he keeps of saying, kind of "My kind." When he's talking to Dolores, he says, uh-huh. "My kind." Instead of saying humans or people, yeah. he always says, "My kind." Yeah, yeah. So it's. Is he part of the granddaddy AI that helped create the shit at the park? So really him and Dolores are on the same side? Oh my God, my brain hurts. I don't know. Well, she says know. after that, she says, uh, your God can't save you or your kind. She still thinks, though, that they're... Right. Yeah. From her point. Like So I, I'm really disappointed that... But you I'm, would think she would know at this point, if, if Serac was not human... Wouldn't Dolores know that at this point? Can they read other hosts? I think he's so different that it it wouldn't translate. And still, Dolores only sees him in hologram form. Right. So yeah, true. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, I think the the most of the the episode he's up in the sky in the airplane. The only one he wasn't I, was the very beginning when the plane was parked and he was talking to the president. And I think that's also misdirection, although I'm not sure if I can explain how. But I think the the airplane kind of represents him, like, because Rehoboam has so much information at its disposal, it's kind of the bird's eye view of the world. It's like him up in the cloud. Like him up in the clouds, literally. He he thinks he's an angel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, or God, or whatever. Oh, and if you were that nuts, you would manifest yourself in a... Fuck. In a French way? I love when a a show starts in in French like this, where I'm just like, after a minute, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's subtitle. Oh, yeah, the the other guys would not understand. It's just so natural. I was like, this is so nice. Production value. French people talking. Well, the... the one thing that did uh the one thing that did seem a little uh a little off about that scene with the president and maybe I'm just reading too much into it but the fly buzzing around and him swatting at the fly right before that he did say it's like flies in the ointment right yeah exactly and we it's see that fly in Westworld 1 you know yeah we do yeah yeah, yeah. end of the first episode yeah yeah. I, yeah but in that scene they pass a pad so he has to be real But they could, he could have made a host body. I understand that. I just yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like just because he he can exist and interact with real people doesn't mean he's a real person. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah, I. It hurts my brain, and it really hurts my brain when she goes and gives everybody their information, because it's so tragic on the ones you can't see. And it's even more tragic on, like, the mother looking at her daughter's profile and, like, oh, my God, the wrists and all this stuff. Some people have to be winners somewhere. Right. We're not all going to kill ourselves. And the other thing, tomorrow morning we all receive that all at the same time. Don't you think we all think that's a bad joke and spam? Are you? But there's, there's also a line in this episode where they say, like, sometimes circumstances and coincidence aligns and you do get a choice and that can't be predicted 
Yeah, Sirach like, says it. He says yeah. it. There, a free space opens up where you can actually make a, your own choice. Yeah, and I mean, maybe the people that were going to have good lives and not be shitbags only were going to have that because the system was going to let them leapfrog off right, everyone right. else's back. Yeah, the essential workers. See, we got to stop with that because this is all really, really close <laughs> oh, to the well, list. Isn't isn't the WWE essential workers in the Florida starting today? What? I think so. Oh yeah, world the world wrestling entertainment, entertainment whatever it's called these days. WWF in my time. Yep, uh, they're going back to doing shows and because they're in essential services in the Florida. Wow, that's churches. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the whole deal. The so, cover of Ground Control, the Major Tom, or whatever the hell oh, the name of that song so is. And that's from the trailer, yeah, right? Yeah, I beautiful. So there's a good um, article about the music in this episode, and I want to say it is um, insider.com. Uh, Jonathan, they did an interview with Jonathan Nolan, and he breaks down all of the references. Um, specifically which films are being referenced and why the music choice matters. So just to kind of like give you a sense, it starts with... Um, noir, for sure. A cover of a black of a noir movie. I don't yeah, think that's it, it a known gar- starts with Out of the Past and Vertigo. It goes to Apocalypse Now with Ride of the Valkyries. Yeah. It goes to uh, Willy Wonka, uh, Love Story, Train Spotting. Uh, and then it ends with The Shining. Of course. Huh. So. Uh, the look on Caleb's face when he sees Dolores take bullets for him and then just zip up her fucking coat and turn and walk away. <laughs> uh, one of the other things that's kind of interesting uh, that the article points out is genre the drug is basically a take-home version of the Delos Parks. Like, each one gives you a different experience. Good, I want that thing. I so want that thing. I would never leave my house. What are you talking about? You take this and you walk on the street and all of a sudden you're in Greece for some reason. But this I is awesome. I you go in slow-mo to, and Reservoir Dog. Yes. I wouldn't have to leave my house. The quarantine would be fine. I could just be on my couch and think I was visiting yeah. you. Yeah, so, there's that too. <laughs> and I think the genre drug... I, I, I think that whole experience that Caleb had is pointing, and I haven't quite wrapped my head around it, but I think it's pointing towards the um, multiple realities theory. Yeah, um, yeah. Because if that's just a street drug that enter, that ma- makes you do that, imagine you know in that world a pharmaceutical grade drug sure, or right. a high end military. Yeah. Well, if, style if everyone drug. has, like we said, if everyone has an implant, yep. there you that go. can change what reality looks like. If you can you know. program your dream for six hours, rested heart rate yeah, and beautiful I sunset. Oh, I would love that's to the just first scene of the first I'm, episode. Yeah. I'm I would sorry, just but that would be beautiful sunset every night. It would more be, you know, I'd love like sunset. the crashing waves. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be me. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So there's there's a lot of stuff in this episode, and again, I hope you guys are coming around a little bit and seeing that this is actually a really well done episode. I don't agree. I still don't agree. I, I think we're talking about wings. like all the all the info dumps. I think but with the an eight episodes, again, it's an eight episode season. I don't think you get filler episodes. I think everything we see is here for a reason, and the way 
it presents it to us, it's doing it for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's not just to stretch the budget or do this or that. Then you don't want to give me an 18-minute car chase. I am sad that we only get eight episodes on a fucking two-year production. This is, come on, guys. Give me my time. Uh, the way that they describe Rehoboam shipping the outliers to war or a wood chip or something to eat them up and that either spit I them up dead oh. or useless. It's like, oh my God, because you could see the evil conglomerates of the world doing yeah. that. You could I see mean, just people doing true. that. Be- yeah. Because we, we all do our standardized tests as we're kids, and then what do those tell us? What jobs we're going to get? And now, though, if there's sensors everywhere... You know, and especially yep. at age four, five, six, seven, they're seeing everything you're doing. Yep. That's why you give your kids the iPad to keep them busy. Leah, get the fuck. Liam says to Caleb, get the fuck away from me. You don't even know who you are. You're the worst of them. That's when he starts having flashbacks to the dude yeah, in the hood, so but what, it's not his what dad. What is Caleb? It's yeah. not who the is same Caleb? guy. He's Final Fantasy Cloud. That's what he is. Well, and then right before they get on the plane. Explain that reference for those of us who have never <laughs> played Final that. Fantasy Seven. <laughs> Uh, it's a guy that's been imprinted with somebody else's memories, and he's sure that he's that guy. And from time to time, he's having a moment of like, "Am I exactly like this?" Hmm. It's funny because I'm playing it in parallel, and I was like, "Why is he having a cloud moment?" It's like exactly the same so, thing. So, is he one of those outliers that survived? I think so. I think they had to reprogram him because he survived and they didn't know what to do with him. So they put this, yeah, 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 you're pushing cable. We make sure that you don't get any promotion and that you get a suicide in a couple of years. That's the best we can do with you. Is that why he was able to talk to his friend on the phone who was the AI because his friend never existed in the first place? Probably. Isn't that a nice program? You remember when he was part of the program? What was the... We all pro- assumed that was a mental program, but yeah. what was the program? Oh, yeah, doing what right. works for Rehoboam. We have to go back a little bit to episode one, because episode eight is coming around. It's if we know one thing is that Nolan writes his, his episode like a book that you, you know... Did he, open, never so. do, did he never do wet work or personal work before this episode? Because, like you said, Rehoboam uses him to do all of its right. regular rep, I mean, wet work. He's good, at, he's good at it. Right, and it doesn't want him caught on some petty Rico crime? Maybe. What the fuck, you guys? I love Maybe because, talking. you know, it knows that... He's good at you know, killing. He'll have, his, he'll have his Jason Bourne moment where his programming will just kick in and he'll kill 80 people <laughs> without even knowing <laughs> what he's doing. With a pencil yep. and a rolled-up newspaper? Y- yeah, exactly. I do want that watch for sure. And that it keeps cool. getting worse and worse. Yeah, so what does it look like when it goes all the way? It's black. Just blacked out, yeah. Uh, Caleb looking at Dolores and realizing that he may not like he he may not be like the other people and he's starting to realize he's unsure of Dolores when he's getting on that plane. Yeah. Unsure. She just got shot like badly after yeah. nobody was able to shoot correctly. Now they were able to shoot just at her. So I think right. the I think the thing they're trying to say is they're more alike than we realize. It's just is Dolores more like Caleb, or is he more like her? Caleb's not a robot. He can't be a. He can't. No, I, I don't he, know if he's a hundred percent real person. Because I, I think you're right. There. He said he he swallowed his gun on a beach, and you know we know he took a bullet to the brain. So I think he uh, something got rebuilt in there, and 
Remember that thing on the roof of his mouth that was his implant? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, where what's what's just beyond that, his brain. So well, you know let's hope so. I mean, we hope he has one. Yeah, but in the yeah. Well, he probably has a brain, but in the end, I think they're trying to make the parallel at what's robotic in his life and how he is in the loop and in this. I mean, Bernard basically says it. I was like, oh, they're not subtle this week. Like, no, oh, yeah. he, they're breaking them out of the loop. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. yeah, no shit. As he looks so, at the world map, that's just turning more and more red. <laughs> that was awesome. That was my f- that, that is that kind of graphic, and I kept looking at the graphic in this one because I love that, like you said, the round thing. And at some point, you see behind Serac, there's one with a bunch of tentacles, which are all the choices that were going like in a a weird tunnel. And in between, I think commercial quote unquote, we were going through that same kind of tunnel. That was super interesting. You know, and I'm glad you guys pointed out because I never even really looked at that. The um, uh, oh my god, I just had a brain fart. I lost my train of thought. The the accessing recording or accessing file. I yeah, read it yeah. like three times, but it never clicked that that was going into that was the title card for each of the Quoty Fingers Serac memory sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not flashback memory sequences. Mem- yeah, and it's I think. Implanted stories. Well, in the upper, I think Blade Runner. Yeah, we. I think Josh wrote down what it said in the upper right hand corner. But it was something about uh, either fundamental or foundation of cognitive history. Mm -hmm. That's what she got from him, and it was that whole page of files. Huh. But again, I think that's misdirection. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I think I'm. I think we're all kind like, of agreeing with the same thing. Foundation for cognitive history yeah. could just be what what you need what to build Solomon a human. used to build a body for himself, or what someone used to build a body for Rehoboam. Or I, I still don't think that you point to the third or fourth or fifth iteration of this as a certain name. They're all biblical, and then we have a different one later down the line. Like something is there with Solomon. Whether Solomon is Serac now, or they built a body for him, or Solomon split a baby in half, right? Or that's yes. at least he threatened to. Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> just saying, two huh. brothers. Interesting. Oh man, what yeah. if there's another version of Rehoboam out there in conjunction? No. In the mirror secret. world, oh, we're in the matrix. A secret. Yeah. Well, I was wondering why they had to keep rebuilding this strategy engine. You know, what three or four I mean, times? Like, it is, why couldn't you just? keep repairing it or making it better why'd you have to right. scrap it and well, it's rebuild like an it operating system for your phone they go through uh ice cream and oreo cookie and what's the name pie i think after a while you just have sure. to start from the ground up for the control and, system you know yeah, the, you have this, so much crap that you better start with a new foundation you, you can only this hit sim- <laughs> backspace so much the symbolism in this episode is weird too because they the the secret computer system they have to hack into is in the lobby of the building right and it's like okay so is that really the real thing that's out there in the middle like out there in the open or is there some version somewhere that's really the real thing so is that just like a front you're saying or yeah just a front just window dressing I guess if it gets blown up, then who gives a shit? Because the one that's two miles underground is still kicking. Would you right. put something that important in a building that you can bring down? And I'm sorry to reference that with a plane. 
Well, and we no. came to my the the part that I said kind of spoiled it from the very first trailer. We saw that explosion from multiple angles in the first trailer. So I knew something at that building was getting blown up. Gonna I just blow up. didn't yeah. know it was the suicide run from SPS. I like that actor. I hope he's not gone. I hope Dolores needs him and builds another one. <laughs> um, you know, just to reference what Wing just said, I mean, I think it's kind of the the Terminator 3 conundrum, right? We're going to shut down Skynet and pull the plug, but Skynet's everywhere. I liked it. That, that was the best part of Terminator 3. God, that was the best part. You remind so, me of my mom. So is, is Rehoboam <laughs> a physical entity, or is it... Because insight and whatever else is in every program in the world, like can you can you pull the plug? There's always enough of it to repopulate itself somewhere else. Right. Between the AI guns, the traffic lights and people's cell phones, and your implants in your body and whatever else, right? Your glasses, those glasses come up again. It's kind you know of what? So. You just ask them what the square root of zero or some bullshit like that is, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you make put them <laughs> in the loop. Does so, that compute? Just thought too along that theory. <clears throat> so then, is Maeve really gonna become Neo and Matrix Revolutions and no? I, purge if the you look at the trailer, if you look at the trailer for next no, week, she's uh, back in uh, the simulation. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I always like to look at the trailer and see what they're setting up. But they always yourself. They never give you enough to go when on. When they started misleading me in Lost trailers like 12 <laughs> years ago, that's when I stopped watching trailers for the most part. For well, sharks. they were doing that so you would talk about it for a week before you saw it and talk about what's going to happen the next week. You know, I know, I know, I know. They got me. I, they got me. They still got you. Come on. They never No, they never, they never let never go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I honestly, I have no idea. It's it's getting to be so muddled that literally my ideas, I'm just throwing stuff at the board from random right, gestures right. and hints that I see. Like, Yeah, I like to come up with one solid theory early on and beat that to death and say, no, everything fits it. And then when it doesn't, just be like, eh, all right, next season. Blonde security robot, bro. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> shook that like a dog with a bone for two seasons. Yeah, yeah. and you did it. Um, you did it. I mean... Okay, so I think we're kind of winding down on this puppy, but do we yeah, have some yeah. more ideas, any crazy thoughts, theories, stuff we didn't touch on? Well, again, this episode also feels like a season finale. Like this, you know, while it's, you know, it's proposing that these are all the answers. Uh, here's Sirach's origin story. Here's what he wants. Here's uh, let's upturn everything in the world and leave you with enough lingering doubt to spread the seed, you know, sow the seeds for next season. Whereas it's literally the middle chapter of the season. So where does it go from here? Yeah, for me, it's just an episode where there's a lot of setup. They add a lot of information to convey, which they conveyed to for big info dump and a lot of action in between. But the information that they gave us is dense, and that's the interest that that's where the linchpin of this is. And I think, as you said, this is not literally the, the middle of the season. This was this and last week also. So the last two episodes, we've got a lot of things to put under our hands. So next week, things should start 
paying off slowly but surely. And things that we're forgetting from the first episode. That's why I was trying. I, I rewatched a, a recap of the first episode before this uh, this cast because I'm trying to see what did what are we forgetting that are gonna bring back. I'll. Do you still have a theory of time travel, um, Lobster, at this point? Do I have a theory of time travel? Or, or a time, time displacement? Jump or, yeah, whatever. <sighs> yeah, so originally I proposed that uh, Bernard was in a different timeline. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the first episode, we see him get on the boat. In the beginning of the second episode, he gets off the boat. Is that the same Bernard? I don't know. Or the same time going back to the island. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Has so. he done this multiple times because he's on a loop to try to stop Dolores? I don't know. I don't know. I think that there was a lot in this episode without there being a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of words and a lot of conversations and a lot of flashbacks to try to give you stuff and to lead you down ideas, but I don't think it's so much as what's said as to how it's said. Right. Um, they are really trying to make you think that he's real while he's not real also. I mean, it's it's a very yeah, sure. muddled game that they're playing. But if we know anything from Westworld's past is that we aren't going to know anything till the end of the season finale. And we probably right. still won't know anything till the start of two seasons from now. Right. Yeah. And I, well, like I said, it's all muddled. But for me, <clears throat> at this point, it's like, it it's almost harder to theorize what's going to happen this season than the last two seasons because they like lobster mentioned earlier they are showing everything to be straightforward but we know it's not what they do there's going to be things going on that we just don't see at this point but then like they're they're almost showing you like like two different two different theories in the same show like this show for me showing dolores you know, give everybody their information is kind of showing her as that savior role. Like she's here to save humans and robots alike. And she's just here to set the whole world free. Um, but at the end, her comment to Sarah, you, your God can't protect you or your kind, which throws it back the other way of, Oh, she really is here to just destroy humanity and make a world for robots. So that's where a lot, it becomes really muddled. Um, almost showing you two different paths in each episode so far. Um, but I, I did like this last episode. For me, the biggest takeaway was showing, even though it didn't, I didn't think it was all that great, you know, showing the different genres and whatnot. I just feel like that's projecting, that's projecting and preparing everybody for um, what's going to be the big, mind-blowing thing of the multiple realities at the end i don't even know how that could work and i'm intrigued to see if it happens but right now i'm just like don't do it i'm scared <laughs> yeah ah uh, shit there's only three weeks left damn them it's in probably two years or never like wing said these might be our last three episodes ever thanks wing no i think they'll stick with it i think if this if they can nail this season and set up something cool even if it's, you know, the end game's going to be next season or the season after. Um, this doesn't yet feel like the end game, so I would like to see where they go with it. They need to have a last cliffhanger that get people to be like, you gotta watch this season of Westworld. Right. A little bit like people are talking about Tiger King right now. <laughs> like, you gotta see this. And you're like, seriously? Yep. 
All right. Well, thank you, fellas, for joining me. Uh, we only have a little bit more time to rip this stuff apart, so uh, bring your A-game because I'm just throwing shit at the walls. Thanks again. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Together, we should be able to stay ahead of this inevitable AI revolt. If you want to drop us a line, hit us up on Twitter at Westworld Weekly. And if you want to shoot us an email with thoughts and theories, send that to westworldweekly at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you soon.